Motherfucking episode of a thin line between genius and insanity podcast hosted by yours truly. Oh, gee, hash me the fuck it is, man. It's powerful chat. I'm over there looking good, feeling good, staying safe. It's a whole lot of shit going on in the trenches. Text you each and every episode. Once a shout out to everybody around the world that's tapped and joined the conversation. I truly appreciate all love, support. Let's keep us empire break by motherfucking me break. Um, look, man, <laughs> it's like take 20, my nigga. <laughs> It's like take fucking 20, Jesus Christ. Yo, sometimes I kind of get offended that I be having all these takes. Like, I've been doing this shit for a long time now. Like, I, I started off on some one-take Jake shit. I'm, now I'm on some perfectionist shit. You add all these cameras. You add these lights. You add all, you know, some tablet, soundboard, and all this other shit, man. I kind of got away from the raw and rugged, you know what I'm saying, style I wanted this show to be. And damn, I became a perfectionist, bro. It's, this take 20 shit is kind of lame, my nigga. I ain't going to hold you. Um, But it's a lot of shit that's going into that. You know what I'm saying? The whole hate crime shit, bro. That shit really still fucking with me, bro. I ain't going to lie to you. And every time I try to come in here and be on my OG hash shit, on my zen, on my podcast shit, on my just being a vibe of me and the peeps type shit, I ain't going to lie to you. I mean, it's interrupted because I really can't focus type shit. Even by me saying that, I'm putting that negative energy, you know what I'm saying, giving that negative energy more power, you know what I'm saying? But it's really, it's fucking with me. And I think I'll be a lying-ass nigga if I get in this motherfucker acting like shit is all good, you know what I'm saying? Every time I try to, when I'm ignoring the shit, when I'm trying to just focus on work, work, work type shit, two jobs, and you know what I'm saying, getting the shit ready for the pod, that keeps me removed from having to go about everyday life type shit, you know what I'm saying? The moment it steps into personal life type shit, mentally, I'm still scatterbrained with the shit, so it's really hard for me to come in here and record, man, and, and give y'all the fire-ass content y'all truly, truly deserve. And you know I'm my biggest fucking critic, man. I be on some shit. <laughs> I be this motherfucker dropping straight fire in this motherfucker and deleting the whole fucking episode just because, you know, I'm my biggest fucking critic. Didn't like the way one word sounded throughout the whole episode, so... Um, I feel it'd be, I feel I'd be a phony ass nigga if I let these people continue to win and continue to stop me from coming here and recording, continue to stop me from being nigga the hash that y'all truly love. You know what I'm saying? The hash that y'all been on this fucking fantastic audio journey, uh, journey with nigga for the last three years. I'd be a bitch made ass nigga. Bro, drop a wow, please. Wow. Bitch made ass nigga if I continue to let these motherfuckers stop me, you know, from dropping this fire ass content. So, um, fuck that. We in this bitch, man. We we in this hoe. You know what I'm saying? We, I don't give a fuck what a motherfucker got to say. Um, I never thought I'd be fighting this type of fight. You know what I'm saying? I hate crime. Um, <laughs> but we here now. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you know, shit. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> um, it is what it is. Enough of that. You know, enough of that bullshit, man. Um, leave that in. We ain't gonna edit that part out either, man. Leave that shit in. Let's keep the shit popping. Um, let's go and get right to the document so I can stay focused. Um, <laughs> you know, 
You know, I noticed something about myself, man. Um, and I don't know if it's weird. I don't know if I'm the only person out here that does it type shit. I realized in this social media era type shit that as somebody who's born in the 90s, I try to hold on to that pre-social media era. You know, like that was just a golden time. Like, I try to hold on to that, like, nigga. I still try to act like social media is for you little niggas type shit. When really, I was born right in the smack of it, nigga. I remember MySpace, Bebo, nigga. I remember Facebook straight launch. You know, I remember when fucking Twitter first launched, all that shit. I was on all that shit as soon as it came out. I, that shit was started with me type shit. You know what I'm saying? But I hold on to conforming all the way because... I'm a 90s baby. But I know it's something about myself that I really want to know how many people really do the same. And if this shit is weird or not, if I need to get off the fucking phone, off social media, or, or what, I've realized that whatever celebrity that I'm into at that moment, whatever, whatever celebrity I'm liking her pictures the most at that period of time in my life, that's the type of woman I'm looking for in my personal life. Is that wow. Should I be ashamed? Should I get off the pod? Wow. Lights off, turn the camera off, and go to sleep type shit. Wow. Is that, is that just off? Am I tripping type shit? <laughs> like right now, I'm on some Alicia Bumgarner, you know what I'm saying? Candace Patton type shit. I'm back on my Candace Patton vibe. Like Alicia Bumgarner, her and Candace Patton look, look, like, look like sisters to me type shit. But I'm back on that vibe, you know what I'm saying? The, 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 the black, maybe blazing, you know what I'm saying? Like Puerto Rican team, the black Puerto Rican team. I'm back on them vibes type shit. Like whatever celebrity, like I ain't gonna lie to you, like it was a few, like a few, like a, a year or two ago, like Drake's baby mama, oh my God. Like I was on her shit heavy. And in my personal life, I had my version of her. Now I'm not trying to look at these women as, you know what I'm saying, items or no shit like that. I gotta be real with y'all. Is that fucking weird? Am I the only person who does that? I gotta be honest. Like, even when I'm fucking these women, I'll be in my mind thinking I'm about fucking these celebrities. Is that crazy? Wow. Should I, once again, should I turn the lights off? Should I set the cameras down? Should I get in the bed, crawl up in the ball, and cry my way to sleep? Should I do this? Wow. Am I am I giving too much info? Let me know. Wow. <laughs> am I? But I gotta be fucking real. I gotta be fucking real. Like right now, like I said, I'm on the Elisa Bumgarner and you know what I'm saying, Candace Patton shit. But I see my, I know I'm 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 quickly, you know what I'm saying, shifting over to the Cali shit. I'm shifting over back to the dark skin, you know what I'm saying, long hair, big booty teams. Wow. Tim's teams. I'm going back them ways. Am I the only person who does it? Is this just a way of living? When you have social, when you have a social media induced life, I blame you, motherfuckers. Look, I blame all you motherfuckers. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I blame all you motherfuckers, man. Honestly, it's y'all fault. I'm on social media all damn day looking at all this scattered ass. It's y'all fault. I'm on TikTok looking at ass clap. It's y'all fault. I'm on motherfucking Instagram. It's looking at fucking uh, uh uh close friends, you know what I'm saying? Instagram stories, seeing bitches deep throat popsicles. Wow, it's y'all fault. If it wasn't for y'all, I wouldn't be on social media. 
I wouldn't be if it wasn't for the pod, I wouldn't be having to scavenge the earth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I wouldn't have to motherfucking me scavenge the earth. You know what I'm saying? For motherfucking me headline the news, goddamn it. And look, I, when you doing shit like that, how much ass you think Batman had to come across before he found Joker? Wow. Oh, man. How much ass you think Detective Gordon had to come across? You know what I'm saying? Before he can even come across Two Face, nigga. Come on. Wow. How much ass? So you can't blame me. But I just want to know Am I the only nigga? <laughs> am I the only nigga, man, whose interest in women relate, uh, relies on the whatever celebrity I'm interested in at that moment in time? Am I the only person that does that, man? Like Iggy Azalea were looking pretty nice. I'm only looking for Iggy Azalea. She gotta kind of look like she Australian, so she gotta look kind of foreign. I don't want no Becky from the block looking ass bitch. No, 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 no. I want Iggy Azalea looking ass bitch. You find them type of bitches in tattoo parlors type shit. Wow. Already peep game. She did the Iggy Azalea looking chick. Nine times out of ten, she does tattoos. Nine times out of ten, she does tattoos. And she know what she may work in a bakery. She may look, I'm giving too much game. <laughs> I'm giving too much game. <laughs> Real motherfucking me talk, man. But moving on, man. I'm <laughs> man, we gotta get into it, man. Let's go ahead and get right into it, man. You know, basketball season started, man. Um, you know, opening night took place, Lakers versus Denver. Um, man, look, man, you know, all summer, you know what I'm saying? All summer, I was hearing these rumblings coming out them Lakers locker rooms, you know what I'm saying? You had AD talking about some, yeah, me and Bron didn't like that shit. Me and Bron been talking, you know, so we can't wait for opening night. Wow. You had Austin Reeves coming straight off, you know what I'm saying, with playing for FIBA. Although FIBA was a hot-ass, garbage-ass team, Austin Reeves was the man type shit. Austin Reeves came back and said, yeah, we don't like that shit. We got something for them niggas opening night. Wow. You know, Darvin Ham was like, yeah, no, fuck that. This story ain't over. We're going to run it back next year. Wow. Man, all these motherfucking meat toss coming out that locker room. So, you know, open night coming around. I'm thinking, Lakers got this, right? Like, my boy's going to step up to the plate, right? AD going to drop at least 35. Like, it's year 21, Bron. I don't have any expectations for LeBron James. Every time LeBron dribbles the ball, I'm damn near cringing. Just because I don't want to see what I saw with Kobe type shit. I don't want to see that. So every time Bron does anything, I'm just cheering. I'm like, damn, he looks amazing type shit. But in my mind, I'm like, yo, this this AD time, right? Let me just get this nigga 62 million a year. Let me repeat that. 62 million a year. Wow. Giannis just got paid. 62 million a year. Wow. So AD is getting paid what the best player in the league is getting played in many people's eyes. I think it's Jokic, but you know, people think it's Giannis still. He's getting paid what that nigga's getting paid. So I'm thinking AD, yo, he niggas talking about that Lakers daddy shit. 
niggas yogic out there dropping 45 20 and 12 on your fucking head like it's nothing i'm thinking ad i'm seeing pimp pitching him he in the ring boxing he in the gym in the gym doing magnificent workouts i'm just thinking your ad finna come back and go crazy on this nigga. but i'm not gonna lie I start getting this weird feeling, B. Like, like, my spidey senses is tingling. My spidey. Got my radars up. I ain't like the shit. You know, it was some. It was a oh, it was a feeling that overcame my body that night before opening night, and I said, "Oh no, I don't like the way this feels. Something's telling me AD ain't gonna be the AD I'm expecting." Anyone know what it was that was telling me that? Any time in the last two years, I've placed expectations on Anthony Davis. He's never met him. Wow. To be honest with you, he's never met him. In 2020, when we first got Anthony Davis, I had no expectations. I expect I, I just had no expectations. I had expectations of LeBron. And everything that AD did, although we traded for him, I knew that trade was gonna pay off. So anything Anthony Davis did, which he would that year was fucking magnificent. Anything he did just looked great. He's not that player no more. I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't know what happened. I don't know how this shit take place. I don't know. When you watch AD, bro, it don't even look. Something don't look right. Something is missing. He's nowhere near the same fucking player he was in New Orleans. But God damn it, I don't even need New Orleans AD. I need 2020 AD. God damn it, give me the Anthony Davis last year when LeBron was out for that, what, 10 to 13 games? You like the best player in the world? Where is that nigga at? Opening night? How the fuck you ain't bringing it the whole 48 minutes opening night? Look, so opening night came around. I told you I felt it in the fucking air, right? The game goes on. I had a parlay going on. I need an AD to give me 18 points. AD come out of the game. AD got 17 at halftime. Wow. I'm like, shit. She ain't did do it. She ain't did do it. That felt, I was like, man, I ain't feel shit this morning. Nigga, I was just, nigga, it, it was the bullshit I ate the night before. AD, like, nigga, I got this. I'm like, nigga, AD finna easily go for 35. AD finna let Jokic know, nigga, this ain't last year, right? You think after a nigga put 45, 19, and 22, and, and, and 6, you know, it's on your fucking head in a, in a series and sweep you. You think a nigga mindset would be, nigga, this ain't last year, right? Wow. Wrong. Wrong. Nigga had 17 at halftime and then finished the game with 17. Wow. How does that happen? How do a nigga start? How do you finish halftime? You finish halftime with 17 points. And then when the game ends, you still got 17. Wow. Look, man. I think we just got to come to grips with this Anthony Davis nigga, bro. I'm a Laker fan. I root for a name for a name on the front of the jersey, not the back. I just I'm just fortunate enough to be with a franchise that the stars love to flock to. 
But look, man, I got to be real with you, my nigga. Anthony Davis is one of those players we have to look at and just say he don't love the game of basketball. He just one of the niggas that just happened to be good at the game of basketball. Like, it's at the point we truly got to question a nigga's love for the game because I don't think any of us can truly fathom the thought process of a nigga who's supposed to be mentally locked in, who wants it, has the mindset that he wants to be a great, he loves the fucking game, that he can sit back and let his counterpart and, and still follow the coattails of a nigga that's in his 21st season. My nigga, we, we literally took LeBron off the court so AD can have more, and he didn't do a motherfucking thing. Wow. We have to, the way we question the Ben Simmons, we got to start questioning the motherfucking me, Anthony Davis. Because how the fuck you got, you got the whole offseason, my nigga. You ain't did a motherfucking thing. And you know what? I ain't going to lie to you. You know I'm not really start first feeling shit in the motherfucking <laughs> He ain't changed nothing about his workout. He doing the same thing he been doing all his career. Nigga, well, the same thing you been doing ain't been fucking working, my nigga. You get hurt every year. Stop doing the same shit. Stop it. Nigga, for my sanity, stop it. That's when I first start feeling some shit in the air about this Anthony Davis ass nigga, man. That's when I first started doing it. But how the fuck you got the whole offseason? How the fuck for the first game of the season, you ain't got enough energy to muster up a whole fucking game of intensity? The first game of the season, Anthony? Ain't no more AD. Ain't no more nickname shit for you, dog. You don't love the game of basketball. You just happen to be a nigga that's good at the game of basketball. See, I always heard niggas in the NBA say that. And it's always hard to pinpoint them niggas with the stars. We It's easy to pinpoint that shit with the role players. The little young knuckleheads in the league who really don't really ever shake out the B shit. It's, it's easy to identify them niggas. But it's always been kind of hard for me to identify those type of niggas with the niggas we look at as straight top 10 talents. Top 75 players of all time. It's hard, bro. This nigga not better than Dwight Howard. I'm sorry, man. I seen Dwight Howard lead his team to the finals. I seen him do it. Dwight got three D DPOIs, man. AD ain't even got one. As great as we marvel at his defense, he ain't even got one of them motherfuckers, man. And it's not because of his abilities, because he ain't never available. Like I said, I seen Dwight. We, Dwight was there. He took Orlando Magic to the finals. He would have had a ring if it wasn't for Cole, man. He don't love the fucking game. We get on niggas like Dwight. Yeah, I know Dwight love fucking with men and shit, but Dwight gave his all to the game when he could. Anthony Davis don't do that, man. How you don't bring it for the first game of the season? Now, I get it's the first game of the season, so niggas shouldn't have their all they all invest into this shit. But when you talk all that shit, you can't wait for the first game of the season. And then it's against a nigga who last time you seen him, he tortured your ass. 
It's so bad that nigga, you from Chicago and niggas don't even want you starting on the goddamn Olympics. Wow. This nigga gotta go, man. I'm, I'm done. I don't want to continue watching this shit, man. I can't. I can't. I can't deal with inconsistent. I can't deal with that. I can't. All the, the talent can be. This is the Lakers, bro. The talent can be there. We need consistency. If you want to be an inconsistent star, go to New York, man. Go be a flash in the pan ass nigga in New York. The Lakers fam, niggas have to understand something, bro. When you get them, when you put on that purple and gold, fam, and niggas hand you the keys to that franchise, that ain't the that ain't like being handed the keys to New Orleans. Like Cleveland. Nigga LeBron even had to had to adjust to this shit. This ain't like that. Over here, nigga, every star who's ever put on a purple and gold jersey besides Elgin fucking Baylor, and that's because he retired the year the Lakers actually won the fucking championship. Every star, well, I guess besides Russell Westbrook now, besides Russell Westbrook and Elgin fucking Baylor, who's ever put on that fucking jersey, they all won championships. Wow. Every single last one of them. Every single last one of them. This nigga, you got LeBron. Well, no, I'm not even, you know, that's not fair. I'm not going to put. I'm not gonna put Russell West because he wasn't being handed the, key, the, the keys to the to the franchise. Every motherfucking body else who was being handed the keys won championships besides Elgin Baylor. Anthony Davis has been we've been forcing the fucking keys in this nigga hand. He don't want it. The reason Anthony Davis don't want the keys to the to the team is he don't truly love the game of basketball, bro. He just happened to be good at it. He happened to hit that fucking growth spurt. Where would Anthony Davis be if he never hit that growth spurt? Wow. That lets you, his attitude lets me know everything. If Anthony Davis had this dog-ass attitude, I'd be like, no, AD would still be a bomb-ass point guard. What do you play, PG? He'd be a bomb-ass PG. He'd be on some Pat Bell shit at least. Fuck nah, man. AD, one of them niggas, they hit the talent is there, the skill set is there. But he ain't, he ain't about that life, man. He ain't about that fucking life, man. And it's, I don't even know what happened. He used to be. Like, what happened to you, my nigga? Like, what happened? What the fuck happened to this nigga? We never had this issue in New Orleans. We never had this issue in New We didn't have this issue in the first year when he was with the Lakers. You can't tell me teams is, is, is defending you different. Nigga, you've been in the league for 10 years now. Anthony Davis gets talked about, bro. Like he a, a two year, three year player in the league. Last the, the first game of the season, he talking about the difference in the second half was they were starting to send double teams. Nigga, you've been in the league for a decade, nigga. What the fuck is a double team throwing you off your game for? I get okay, you 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 start missing a few more shots. You went scoreless. Wow. You didn't score a point. You didn't go to the. You didn't get to the free throw line. You didn't just want to see one go through the fucking net. Come on, man. This nigga, man. I just feel bad, bro. I feel bad as a Laker fan. But he's lucky LeBron ain't on some Kobe shit. I'm dead. I'm being dead ass. LeBron one of them things is gonna be cool with you type shit. He lucky he know some Kobe shit. When Dwight Howard was not pulling his fucking weight, 
at least Dwight Howard had fucking excuses, legit excuses. He was hurt for real. He wasn't even supposed to be playing. We, we killed Dwight Howard because he, we felt he wasn't playing up to his potential. Dwight wasn't doing what the fuck AD doing. Dwight gave you a consistent 17 and 12. This nigga Anthony Davis, one night give you 35 and 15, next night give you 11 and 6, then give you 28 and 12, then give you fucking uh, 8 and 4. Fuck that, man. You got to get the fuck. Now, you can't do that shit when every fucking night we got to depend on LeBron James to be the fucking best player on the court. Come on, man. Wow. This is some fucking bullshit, man. Niggas is supposed to be coming to Laker games and watch them games to fucking just get by and get away from the bullshit. You adding on to the bullshit with your bullshit ass play, man. How are you just, he don't love the game. 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 Hey, look, he don't love the game. He don't love the game. <laughs> he don't love the fucking game, man. He don't love the fucking game, man. He don't love the fucking game. He don't love that fucking game. Nah, mm-mm. He don't love it. Like, I've been around niggas in Pop Warner, you know what I'm saying? I've been around niggas in, you know what I'm saying, uh, high school sports and shit like that. Niggas who just happen to be good shit. And you seeing niggas who love the shit. You already seen niggas who was on the team to be doing some, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, some after school type shit. They want to be with a group, a group, a group of people type shit. And then you had the other group of people you just knew who just love football. Them niggas always talked about football. They hit the weights different. But like you you know what it's like for a nigga that just loved a certain sport. AD don't he don't he don't operate like a nigga who loved basketball. He operate like a nigga who loves what the game of basketball bring to him. He operate like a nigga who loves to just he 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 hit the lick being on LeBron James team. He on the Lakers. He know what that's gonna bring to him. He know what that's gonna bring for him. And he cool with just playing his role, doing his thing. If it's shot off, it's shot off. Fuck that. When have you ever heard about AD standing after putting in extra shots after a game? Wow. Niggas don't love the fucking game, man. And I got this nigga jersey. Come on, man. I'm torturing myself, this bitch-ass nigga, man. What am I doing? <laughs> what the fuck am I doing, man? <laughs> um, but moving on, man. I want to get into this Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith shit real fast. Man. I, look, I know, I know y'all probably tired of me going in on the big head, bitch. But look, I got to say this shit, man. You know, I've come on this podcast time and time again. I've talked about how Jada Pinkett Smith just wasn't shit. Talked about how she's evil. I ain't shit, bitch. She's tearing down a black man, emasculating a black man. And I painted Will Smith to be a victim. I got to be honest with you, bro. I don't think Will Smith's a victim anymore. I still indeed think that Jada Pinkett Smith is an ain't shit, bitch. But I'm done painting her as this evil person that's emasculating the black man. Is that still taking place? Absolutely. But as I told y'all, Jada Pinkett was doing this little uh, worthy press run. Um, ultimately, you seeing her and Will Smith end up being with each other at the end. He's praising her. He gave a speech. Talking about they like the they in the best space ever. He ain't going to never stop supporting her. Look, man, I'll be honest with you, man. 
I've seen African-American men from all around, all across the country band together without a motherfucker saying a word. Every nigga who had a microphone, who had the money to go get a microphone, every nigga hopped on camera, launched off a tweet on X, nigga said something on Instagram Live. Every African-American man stood behind Will Smith and stood against Jada Pinkett Smith. Look, man, I can't sit here and keep calling this woman evil, saying she doing this, that, and the third, if this bozo-ass nigga going to be still standing beside her. I can't do it, man. Look, if he's a, if he's one of those victims that they just love the abuser, look, that shit only work with women. Wow. We ain't that far in the motherfucker. We ain't that far down in the motherfucker uh, standard road. We all know it's still a double standard. Niggas still get looked at a little bit questionable when they tell me they have some sexual assault or some abuse shit by a woman. I believe, but if you think you finna sit here and tell me you just can't leave because your undying love for a bitch. Wow. Get the fuck out my face with that bullshit. Especially when you the motherfucking me breadwinner. I can't support Will Smith no more. I don't give a fuck about this storyline no more. You're standing beside her, bro. You got all us looking fucking stupid. We all banding locked arms on some stupid shit. Talking about some free Will Smith and his dumb ass in there right there supporting this fucking book she sell. The same motherfucking me book she telling her undying love for this nigga Tupac. I just look, man. You know, part of me was uh tapping in on some personal shit with that Will Smith shit. You know, as a man, you know what I'm saying? I can admit when I've done some flagrant shit to women. And not even on some personal shit, on some vindictive shit. Just on some, I got some man, as I've gotten older, I can reflect on past relationships I've had with women. And I can sit here and honestly say that in some of them, I just wasn't ready. I wasn't able to give what that woman was looking for. And in those moments, I wasn't able to see her side clearly. But now I do. And at that moment, I wasn't the person she needed for. At that moment, bitch, I'm just a big dick looking to get a nut off. In those moments, they was looking for more than just sex. And as a young, early in my 20s, just not even from it, not from this state, at that moment in time, I'm thinking just it's a certain way. They were looking for something totally different, something I couldn't even offer at that particular moment in time. As a man, I can sit back. I can sit back and admit those moments, but I can also admit the moments to where, goddamn it, I did the goddamn right thing. Where I was the fucking guy that everybody's talking about. Where I was the good guy. Where I did treat a motherfucker like I, I expect a woman would want to be treated. How I would expect a motherfucker to treat my mother. I gave a motherfucker the un, the, the undying, you know, the undying attention. I let the walls down for a motherfucking when those shits are are tormented and those shits are or turned against you. I come on this podcast. We talked about that time and time again. When that's happened to me in my personal life, I know what that shit felt like. So when I seen Will Smith and this shit going on, I tapped into some personal shit. And I think men all around tapped into some personal shit. Because you seen clearly he loved this woman. And you seen clearly she don't love that nigga. And yeah, we see it often on little on some little puppy love shit. But when you see it broadcasted across 
in front of millions and billions and shit. You feel for a nigga. And no guy wanted to be in that position. Not all of us want to be some macho man pimp. I do, but not all of us do. <laughs> not all of us do. Some of us do want, you know what I'm saying, the family. Some of us do want the simple life. And when you see the simple life kind of imagery look tainted, it fucks with men's psyche. It's like, damn, if Will Smith can't find love, then what the fuck is we going to do? You see, J. Cole don't even say he want that Jada and Will love his songs no more. He put the mic down on that part. <laughs> Men all around saw the bat signal in the air for you, Will. And I'm not saying don't love who you love, dog, but you didn't have to broadcast your undying love and attention and affection for this woman after every nigga just locked, locked arm and was, it stood for you. I can't look at you as, as a nigga who's being uh, emasculated. This is who you are. Everything she's saying has to be true. Because I don't think there would be a nigga alive that would sit back and let a woman lie on him like that. And, you know what I'm saying? Say shit that just wasn't true and still be there to kiss her bald ass head. I just, I don't know, man. Something about this Will Smith nigga that we missing as a culture. It's something about this nigga we just missing. Because he don't move like a regular nigga. I got to he don't, he don't move like that. Like, nigga, ain't you from Philly? Something, there got to be some type of real nigga in you. You can't tell me you just got so much money that you just so disassociated from real fucking life. There's something we missing, man. Maybe dude don't even, you know what I mean? Like, maybe he ain't even into that no more. Like, maybe he into, like, some, you know what I'm saying? Some other shit. I ain't trying to get sued or nothing, but... Y'all know what the fuck I'm saying. Maybe we'll, maybe this shit is a front. Maybe like, you know what I'm saying? Because a real nigga would have been divorced. Her. Jeezy just divorced his chick after he had a baby by the bitch. Real niggas going to get the fuck out of there, bro. Niggas ain't trying to be walking around and have everybody knowing that your chick don't even love you. Like, come on, man. You ain't a nigga in your household. So it's like, it's something that we missing about Will, dog. Like, and as a man, just, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. Maybe I just jumped out the window because I was just thinking too personal with the shit, man. Like, in my personal life, you know, so I had, a, I, it was a chick recently that, you know what I'm saying? We was just vibing on some shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, doing some shit. I thought motherfuckers was vibing dead, going out on dates, going out of town type shit. Ultimately, the shit fizzled out, you know what I'm saying? Um, it wasn't because of my doing. That's why I think I had such a good, a good, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's why I feel so good walking away from the situation because I know I didn't fuck up. I think a lot of us, we can, like I said, I can admit when I fuck up, but I think a lot of us know when we fucked up in this situation. And that's why we kind of entertain the spin, the, uh, the, the, uh, the spin, the spin of block temps. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of why we double back type shit because we know. Yeah, maybe the other person did do do X, you know, X, Y, Z, but I did do this, that, and the third as well. This particular time with Shorty, I ain't do shit wrong. This was Shorty doing some wild, stupid, weird shit. Like, I know where a motherfucker just get weird. When you fucking with a chicken, I know where she started acting weird. 
Man, she getting dicked down by some fucking body. Just keep wow. The bitch, the bitch went out of town. All of a sudden, she came back and started acting mad fucking weird. Mad fucking weird. I'm like, sure. We not together. I don't know why you acting fucking weird. But the shit just continued and continued. And it just got to a point as I ain't got time to put up with that shit. I got motherfuckers vandalizing my car. Ho. <laughs> like I got motherfuckers vandalizing my car. I got I, I got motherfuckers uh, uh, making me victims of hate crime. I ain't got time to be doing no weird ass shit from no chick. Come on, man. You supposed to be here on some comfort shit. Bitch, what the fuck is you? I don't give a fuck about what the fuck you got going on with your pussy. We ain't together. What the fuck is you talking about? But when you say, when I say shit like that, I become the motherfucker me back. I, it's, a, it's a weird motherfucking time and place we live in, man. But um, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this episode is. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this episode is. I'm in the episode right there just because um, I'm going to leave this as a journal entry, man. I don't even know if I'm going to leave this shit in. But if it is, I'm going to leave this as a journal entry, bro, just because um, I got to be real with y'all, man. Like, I ain't. You know what I mean? Like, I can't fake this shit no more, bro. Like, um, I want to finish out phase two. Um, on time, on target. You know what I'm saying? Um, this shit is kind of making me second guess that. And I hate, and I hate that moment. I hate that feeling for y'all because um, what y'all do for me when I release these episodes um, by letting me know that these episodes get y'all through certain shit or Y'all listen to this shit at work when y'all chilling, playing a game or smoking, driving somewhere. Like when y'all tell me those things, bro, that shit gives me a feeling I never thought I would ever feel. Like I never thought I'd be a nigga providing content for people growing up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when y'all tell me that shit, bro, that shit makes me feel a certain way. It makes me feel, think about those nights stand up until three in the morning, knowing I got to get up for work at fucking at 545. It makes me think, feel good about those late nights, and it makes me feel good about those fucking times when I'm gonna take thirty just trying to get an episode out. It makes me feel good even when I drop episodes that like this, that's short and probably not hitting all the shit that I want to talk about. But it makes me feel good putting this shit out because I know somewhere, some somewhere out there in the world and all these different areas of the world that we've reached with this podcast, there was somebody that just needed something to hear in their fucking ears when they was at work. Where they hopped in the car somewhere, where they played the game type shit. You probably playing 2K right now, my nigga. <laughs> There's somebody rolling up right now listening to this shit, man. When y'all tell, and when I feel good about those when I think back on those moments, I feel grateful. You know what I'm saying? I feel good about the hard work that I put in. Um, but I, I gotta be real with y'all and let y'all know about the real shit that's going on. Ultimately, I'm upset because. This shit is impacting me in ways I didn't truly think it would. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know how. I don't know how, man. I don't know how this shit's going to get better in in a short amount of time because, you know, my job, I feel like they're not really looking at the aspect of of me being a victim of a hate crime and it's being a mental issue for me. Um, They're not taking this as serious, so I feel like I'm being rushed into certain things. Um... And when it comes to this podcast shit, I want to finish phase two out. But ultimately, I think I made, I do need a break. You know what I'm saying? And I'm fighting, I'm fighting, taking a break. And it's really uh, fucking with ultimately, ultimately coming in here. Y'all don't deserve that. So 
Um, Saturday, we're going to lock in. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have an off day for my other job. I'm going to be off that whole day. So uh, we're going to lock in. We're going to get it right. We're going to have a great motherfucking me show for y'all, man. I just got to be real with y'all and let y'all know that um, it's real shit going on, man. Like, I don't know how these other content creator niggas give it up. You know, so I used to live with, I used to star these other niggas. And they used to act like everything, every day was a great fucking day. You know, so every video was was amazing. These niggas was always, always showing 32 teeth, cracking all the jokes. Like, nah, fuck that, bro. This is a real fucking show. This is a, I'm a real ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm giving y'all real fucking content. This is just truly what the fuck it is. Had, like Mike Tyson said, everybody got a plan till you get punched in the fucking mouth. And I had a fucking plan and until I got that phone call, having to deal with all that shit. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I started feeling that shit in the fucking air, B. <laughs> um, but it's good, though. It's all good, though, man. You already know we're going to bounce back and tap back in later with later this motherfucking me week. I appreciate everybody that tapped in, joined the motherfucking me conversation. Um, journal entry, you know what I'm saying? I always say, yeah, we cover pop culture. We cover politics. We cover hip-hop. We cover relationship advice. We cover mental health advice. We cover all these aspects, all these different categories. But at the end of the day, this shit is a, this is an audio journal for your boy. You know what I'm saying? This is the way I cope with things. So with that being said, I appreciate everybody attempting to join the conversation. I appreciate everybody running with us joined in. I appreciate all you motherfuckers. Um, but with that being said, DJ, drop that fire-ass beat, my boy. Um. So I love these ways. Never let them slide through. Bullshit. Always keep the main thing. Thing. Stay safe. Stay sharp. Stay sane. Not to do something else. Man. <laughs> I have a so 182, man. Thin line between jeans and motherfucking the same. Hosted by yours truly. Oh, gee! <laughs> Hey man, before I get up out of here, I hope that nigga Wimbyama don't got an ounce of Anthony Davis. Let's just say that. <laughs> I hope he don't have an ounce of Anthony Davis in him. But if he don't have an ounce of AD in him, he is going to be one of the fucking greatest things we've ever seen. If he even has a slither of Anthony Marshawn Davis in his body, it's over. There ain't enough pop can do for him. That little nigga, if he don't, if he is the opposite of Anthony Davis and more Giannis, yeah, I'm convinced that nigga may be the greatest of all time. <laughs> that nigga may be the greatest of all motherfucking time. <laughs> but we shall see, man. We shall motherfucking me see. Peace. Welcome to. Oh, gee! Ash, man, you know the fuck it is, nigga. Play on me, man. <laughs> you dig?